Welcome to the Globig Podcast, where we talk to international expansion experts from around the world to make it faster and easier for you to take your business global. Hello, this is Anka Corbin with the Globig Podcast, and my guest today is Adam Sheffield, the president of Global PEO Services. Global PEO Services, or GPS as we call it, helps companies hire employees fast without having to set up legal entities in foreign jurisdictions and deal with related HR, benefits, payroll, tax, and accounting issues. Adam, thanks again for joining us. So I know you've been a guest on the Globig podcast before, and we always appreciate your expertise. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad to be uh, joining again. Excellent. So today what we're going to talk about, and this is a little bit more of a quick tip, are are five questions companies should ask when hiring global HR partners. And I thought, you know what, you're really the perfect person to help with this because, you know, when a company is first starting out, they're just not really sure what to look for and what questions to ask. And I want to get your insights on kind of the critical things that they need to ask so that they can really effectively evaluate potential partners anywhere in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense. A lot of times we see companies that are just, I mean, completely new to this international piece and they kind of think that they can use, you know, what they know in the U.S. and kind of apply it everywhere or, or, they're in, or they get bad advice and they do things that don't make a lot of sense. And then they have to fix it later, which costs, you know, 10 times the amount to fix something later than it does to do it right the first time. So it's just, it's, it is a challenge. And so I'm glad we're talking about these questions that they can kind of help them evaluate what they're looking for when they go That'd be and, awesome. and hire an HR partner. Mm-hmm. And even if you, by chance, would kind of share, like, what would be some acceptable answers too, right? So if we're talking about this yeah, question. for sure then, you know, what would be something that would either trigger a flag to go up or things that are like, yeah, that's actually a really great answer and that's something that would work. So I we bucketed these into a couple of different categories. So the first one is really, you know, talking about the experience that someone has in a country and then sharing their approach for entering that market and what their what are their, the top concerns that as a company you should be aware of from compliance and payroll and even recruiting perspectives, what do you think are some ways to ask that? And then also, what are some things that you should really get from an answer? Yeah, I think I think to your point, by asking that kind of direct question of what's their experience in these different countries that you might be going into around, you know, compliance, pay, you know, payroll, recruiting perspective, um, kind of just incorporation, having that kind of question, open-ended question, I think is good because, you know, a, a, an acceptable answer would be, you know, an organization that could to give you multiple different options, right? So maybe incorporating into a, 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 a country makes a lot of sense, whether that be a subsidiary or, you know, a non-resident entity or whatever the case might be, or a PEO might make sense or employment of record services might make sense at that time. Um, but a, a firm that could give you a good a good, I guess, multiple solutions, right? Not just one. I think it's important that you have somebody that can answer those things for you and walk you through what that looks like today and what that might look like, you know, a year down the road or six months down the road because it might change if you're hiring more employees or maybe there's a PE event, a permanent establishment event, which changes things, right? So 
a good firm that understand those those things and make sure that you're in compliance when it comes to going into a country and what you need to be aware of. As far as a recruiting perspective, I think that's an important one too, because we see the the war on talent is is here. It's been here for a, a while, the last few years, and it's really expanding internationally. We see we see the millennials are are doing kind of a, a unique kind of um, approach to work and what they're looking for. And so really having a good feel of a global recruiting perspective is helpful. Um, what the cultural norms are in those countries as well is important. So if a group that understands that, um, that can really walk you through those different scenarios, not just tell you, this is how you do it. Um, I would always be nervous. That would be a red flag to me if they just give me one solution and said, you know, that's how you need to do it. So really um, that through multiple different options. So really yep. that one size fits all approach should just be a kind of a warning sign because not everyone, well, one, you might be, you know, wanting one solution today. And like you said, you might need another one as you grow and, and having some, a company that's able to take you through those different phases of your, of your life cycle versus yeah. just the initial um, expansion. Right. Yeah, and giving an example, we had we had a client that came from a private equity group that uh, you know was a divestiture, and we were helping them support them internationally in these different countries. They didn't have the infrastructure in place. Well, it made sense for us to incorporate them in some of these countries and help them get stood up on their own, right? And help them with payroll and HR and those different types of systems and technology. But also in other countries, it made sense to use a P, you know, use a PEO. Um, because based on what they were planning on doing now and a little bit longer, it made the most sense to do kind of a multifaceted approach versus saying, oh, you need to incorporate everywhere or you need to you know, use PEO everywhere. Uh, that isn't necessarily the right answer. Yeah, so I, it's I important that. that you go with a firm that can kind of give you those different options. Mm, that's a good that's good uh, advice. So the next uh, question that we had and we talked about yep. was really around the how do you facilitate knowledge sharing once you um, work with a company? So what is what does it look like? What sort of technology tools do they have? Do they have a platform? Like what's the way that you would regularly interact around this topic and manage the, the relationship? Yeah, th this is a really that's a great question, right? How do they utilize the technology, the knowledge share, data privacy? I mean, all that stuff starts to play differently internationally than it does in the U.S. And it's important that companies um, ask those questions up front because a good solution, technology solution, again, it needs to make sure that it's GDPR compliant. I mean, those are some of the basics you need to have now these days with the new laws internationally, especially in the EU, um, that you need to be aware of. But, but really have a good, a good solution that can provide visibility, right? It's too many times I've seen, I mean, I've household names of companies that we all know that really have no idea even how many employees they have internationally. Um, and that's because they have a lack of one centralized type of technology or HCM solution to help them facilitate that. And it's tough. It's, it's you know, it can be. There's some of these big enterprise models, but that mid-market space, you know, there's only a few solutions out there that can help companies in multiple different languages that can facilitate that. But that's a great question to ask because, Yes, you're, you're utilizing this, this company, uh, this partner to help you, but what type of platform do they have that will make you make, help you make decisions quicker and faster and disseminate information, you know, and, and also making sure that you're aware and compliant with the different data security laws 
for your international employees. Mm, good advice. Um, the the next question that we had was really around the how do you take care of us, right? What's your approach to customer support yeah. and customer service, and yeah. how often and how do you communicate, and do you even communicate? Yeah, that's that's important, right? So, how is the communication, you know, kind of standard um, is a great question to ask um, because you know you want to make sure, you know, is, is your email is the email secure? Right? Is it being encrypted properly uh, when you communicate? Because sometimes this might be, you know, really personal information of employees, and you want to make sure. You know, it could be payroll data, it could be HR related type things, and so you want to make sure that it's being communicated properly that way, right? But then, but then, what is the what is the customer service support like? Is mm -hmm. it just based on U.S. hours, or is it just based on you know, kind of regionalized? Um, because, you know, when you have an HR question or a payroll-related question in India or in, you know, Asia somewhere, you want to be able to get a hold of somebody to help answer that question now. You can't wait 24 or 48 hours before somebody's reaching out to it. So what, how are they set up, right? What's their internal infrastructure to handle that? Those are questions you need to evaluate to make sure that they can respond quickly and properly to your needs. Right. That makes a lot of sense. One of the things that I think is really important and is really just looking at not just what's going on today in a market, but really what's coming up and preparing companies. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, looking at like, what are the upcoming trends that are going to impact future business? And, and then how do you as a company keep your customers on top of things? Like what are all the questions around that of, you know, constantly being ahead, constantly advising, mm -hmm. constantly helping them stay ahead of the things that they need to be prepared for? Yeah, I think that's a really good question because, you know, business and co countries do not stay as they are, right? They're always moving, they're bi very dynamic and you need a partner that can understand the pulse of the countries that you're in. Um, they, they understand the new laws that are changing. Um, you know, on the on the entry level, it might be the cultural, you know, kind of challenges that you might face as an organization hiring somebody in a given country or area. But as it goes on, what are the laws that just changed? How are they updating you of those things? It's important that they have a good pulse of that. But also, what are the trends? Right? All of a sudden, this becomes a hot spot for technology. You know, what's what's driving? you know, Eastern Europe could be kind of a hot spot in different areas. It might make sense for you to, to go to that country versus another as you're trying to take advantage of, you know, the global workforce that exists and, you know, what you're looking for as far as what you're trying to, what you're trying to accomplish. Well, and you may think that you have the right idea, but then locally, they may, you know, maybe um, virtual employees are, are kind of easier to find and great people versus people that are um, in an office or people might want to do some more flexible work like the within like we mm -hmm. see with the gig economy. And you don't know that unless you have experts that just really do have their fingers on the pulse. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and how do they. And that's the question to ask. How do they stay on top of those things? And, and that's, that's what you look, you're looking for, an answer that, that's not like, oh, well, you know, we Google something. Or you're looking for, uh, we have people assigned to these countries that their whole job is to make sure they're staying on the pulse of the, of the, of the you know, HCM experience in that country. 
And that's the type of thing that you're looking for. So you're not blindsided by something or you're not, or you're slow, you're slow to move where you could be a little quicker if you were aware of you know, some things that were happening. Absolutely. You know, we had talked a little bit already about some of the um, upcoming laws around data privacy and that sort of thing, but I, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming you're getting a lot more questions around that too, is like, what is your security infrastructure? How are yeah. you handling data privacy? Are you also getting that? And, you know, this is another thing is, is do you bring in not just HR to talk, but is IT also taking a look and risk management? Like, is it more of a, a team approach now to and then making sure that all the questions kind of around those topics are are answered? Yeah, yeah. I think some of the IT, exactly. It's become more of a team approach because a good organization should have some technology behind it, right? It's just not, you know, sending emails back and forth, which got, has everybody scared. Um, or you're, you know, tracking um, employee-related data in a U.S. database um, that could be troublesome if you're in your, if your employees are in Europe, uh, it could be a challenge. So yes, it is a, kind of a holistic approach for a company now when they make a decision. The IT gets involved and says, okay, is it this, this, and this compliance? And okay, great. Where's it housed? Where's it being? Lo- where are those things located at? Those are questions we're getting now more and more often um, from from potential clients. Which is good, right? You want to make sure that they yes. are asking oh, those absolutely. questions. Those, they're tough questions, but they're great questions, and they make a difference yes, in really absolutely. helping you figure out who the partner should be. Any other any other questions that you're seeing and that you suggest uh, people be prepared for and really make sure that they check whoever they're looking at partnering with? Um, you know, as far as additional questions that they should maybe should ask, um, Nothing, I guess nothing really that we haven't covered. I mean, I would say some of the warning flags, though, that I, I would just want to stress again is, is if someone's just trying to give you, you know, the one offering that they offer, right? They're not really looking at a holistic approach to, you know, the challenges that you might be facing in that, that country or where you might be facing in that country. Um, that is a big red flag. Um, you know, what's their, what's their um, you know, do they have references? Do they have those type of things that they can point to of, of companies that they supported across different types of, you know, solutions? Sure. Um, I think are really important, you know, and if they don't have some of those things in place or they don't have a technology in place to help support what they're trying to do, those are red flags because I'm not sure you're getting what you really need to make good business decisions and to, you know, gain the experience that you need to have when you're international. Ah, that's really great advice. All right, so we um, we have some quick tips on kind of the top questions that you you know a company should ask before they end up hiring global HR partners. I think those are fantastic, and we'll make sure to share any resources like your website, which has a lot of great blogs, and you do a lot of webinars and things like that. Adam, I want to mm-hmm. thank you for joining us again today. It's always a pleasure thank to you have so you. Much. Make sure you come back again. And um, anyone listening, please don't you know don't forget to subscribe to this podcast channel for more fantastic international expansion advice. And also visit globig.co, your website for with an abundance of free resources, training, planning tools, embedded experts around the world, like Adam. Thanks, everyone.